What is up, guys, and welcome back to the Sweat It Out podcast. Today we have a special guest, all the way from Sweden. You've probably seen him on The Biggest Loser as a trainer or as a host in Ninja Warrior. Please help us welcome the one and only Martin Nyland. It's time to sweat it out with Anthony Mendez and Josh Evans. What is up, guys, and welcome back to the Sweat It Out podcast. Today we have a special guest. This guy, he does a little bit of everything. He's a coach. He's a host. He's been on TV. He is a huge advocate of health and fitness. Guys, you've probably seen him hosting Ninja Warrior, been on The Biggest Loser as a trainer. He's partnered with Gen Pep. He's also pushing the rights for children, the children's rights organization, Wellobe. Beating Diabetes Foundation. I am ready. This guy, I'm telling you, he's a great dude. Please help me welcome Martin Nylin. How's it going, brother? Yeah, good. <laughs> Introduction. That's an awesome one. Oh, he's a pro, man. He's a pro. <laughs> I, I've been telling him for I've been telling him for years that I just want him to follow me around and narrate my life. And every time every time I get introduced to someone, he does the intro for me. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. He just calls me. He goes, Hey Anthony. I'm going to call you. There's somebody you need to do an intro for me. Yeah, like a little testimonial <laughs> almost. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a business. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's business with itself. Yeah, I mean, they got they got that, what, that that video recording thing, Cameo now, where people are yes. like, people are spending yeah. 300 bucks so that, you know, Bruce Baumer from the UFC can break up with their girlfriend. <laughs> you know, <it's, laughs> that's hilarious. So how you been, man? How's everything out there? How are things going for you? You know, we always yeah. uh, love to, you know, kind of get your input on how you've been during these times of, of COVID and what are some of the, the unique ways that you've been able to just keep yourself afloat, you know, especially in the industry that you're in? Yeah, I, I'm coping. I, I think it's all about being creative. You know, it will it changes every every time and you never know what happens around the corner. So I think, of, of course, the COVID shit is really bad, but, but it's all about being creative. So I'm really busy now and I think a lot of people are, but I'm busy in a good way. So I'm working a lot and, of course, now it's more digitally, you know, you can meet like this, you can work like that. But, yeah, the, the show will go on. Hell yeah. No, 100%. So I want to kind of dive into that. Like, what does the busy work look for you, look like for you now? Um, especially now we're in the digital space, we're online, you know, versus to, you know, things the way we used to do them before. How does that busy work look for you now? And, and what are ways that you keep yourself organized? And what are some of the systems you have in place to make sure that you have everything operating at, at a high level? Back in the days, I was more doing the PT work. So I've been doing the personal training for 18 years now. But today it's only a small, small part. So I, I used to say like 3%. So today I lecture a lot. So for me, normally I go around the, the world and I lecture about health and mindset. But now it's, it's a different world because I can't travel and uh, the company is closing down. You work from home. So uh, the transfer to do everything digitally, th that is the thing I do now. So it's a lot of lectures, but... I sit like this or, you know, in my studio or something. But, uh, yeah, I, I do a lot of stuff, uh, you know, with the lectures. I still lecture. Now, today, I've been recording, like, a lot of training sessions because we have a project in Sweden where I will do a training session every day in January to help people because 
people are sitting too much. You know, you work from home and you're by the computer. We need to help people get moving. Mm. And I know this is what you do also. So this is what we need to do to make people understand that it's not, you know, some things you can't change that, but a lot of things you, you can, you can change you can do a lot of stuff and we need to put the focus there and not just sit and wait for things to happen or to, to change it back to normal. Yeah. Because it will be a new normal. And for us, I think we need to adapt. We need to adjust and keep go- going because mm. otherwise we will get stuck. Yeah. I think you, you are, you hit it right on the head, right? I, too many people are sitting down. Too many people are sedentary. And, you know, we had, uh, we had Peter Totten on the other day and, and he is a creator of snap fitness. I don't know if you know, snap fitness, the, the gym, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we were talking about, you know, a, that exact adjustment period, like, okay, maybe you're going to be inside more, but you need to adjust your diet. You need to adjust your recovery protocol. You know what you're stretching, how you're stretching it, what you're working out when you're working out. And I think now people are starting to really get accustomed to that type of approach to training, right? Some indoor workouts, some outdoor workouts. Maybe if you're blessed to be in an area like we are down here in Miami. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I doubt that you're you're training outside up there in Sweden right now, but uh, yeah, the gyms are open here also. Okay, so great. the government, they recommend people not going to the gym, but the gym is crowded. So mm. I think it's more about you need to be smart and, you know, if you're sick, stay at home. Yep. Yeah. So this is if you're feeling sick you know you need to stay at home and social distancing you need to think and be a little smart well, i think that's where it comes down to i think it's like at some point you have to understand that you know this this covid virus it's it's, it's always going to be here guys it's going to be like the flu it's always going to hang around it, it's it's here and i think it's just the most important thing is just guys just be smart if you don't feel it's like anything it's like when you get the flu or when you're sick with something else what do you do you rest up you stay home you try to stay away from people so you don't get them sick you know, and if you're not, then do what you got to do and then just be smart about being, you know, sanitary and just making sure you keep yourself clean. You know, you're not doing things that, you know, you shouldn't be doing and, and play it safe. You know, and I think that, uh, you know, definitely it's, it, it really helps when it comes down to, you know, allowing businesses and, and other places to stay open and people to still function and go through their daily lives and still maintaining as well as a safe protocol for people to not to be able to get sick. Mm. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and it's always things to do, you know. Now I'm writing a new book. I've been released one, and uh, also starting a podcast. Like oh, so it, that's great. You know, What's the podcast going to be called, by the way? It's called Get Up Off Your Ass. Uh, I leave that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that day later. Awesome, awesome. You yeah. have to let us know when uh, when it launches, and, and we'll push it out for you, man. We'd love to do that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, first, it will be in Swedish, but I think my third season I will switch over because I. I travel normally a lot and I have a lot of internationally friends and co co workers. Like, so I really think the world is, is so small and you can find interesting people everywhere. A hundred percent. About the knowledge mm, you can, you can get the knowledge. And like, I think you said before, Anthony, it's all about the learning. We learn something every day. Mm. And if we listen, we, we can learn. And if we don't listen, maybe we will stay in the same spot. So we need to, get moving and, and learn a lot of stuff. Life is short. Yeah, it's true. Kind of staying along that theme. You mentioned that you're doing a lot of lecturing now. What types yeah. of lectures are you doing? And like, what demographic are you really uh, reaching out to in order to put on these lectures? I lecture to a lot of companies here in Sweden now. And it's, it's, um, you know, the, 
the health is always a problem because people, they are sitting too much, they are eating bad, they are having the wrong mindset. So, and I always uh, believed in simplicity to, to not do things harder than it actually is. And also creating health in easy ways. So I think people, they must understand it's not about, if, if you want, want to be healthy, you don't need to only eat salad and you need to work out a lot. You know, it's all about the changes. If you change and you improve, then, then, then you get better. So a lot of people, they can create the lifestyle they want, but they don't need to sacrifice a lot of stuff. So I, today I, I lecture a lot to companies and also to, yeah, to open lectures. So I travel around and uh, I'm so happy because it's a lot of people that, that likes my lectures, of course. That's amazing. That's great. So what, what, what would you say are the, the biggest pillars for, your, for you in your lectures? What are those big pillars that you really highlight and, and talk about when you're lecturing people, especially when it comes to health? Yeah, I would say it's a lot about the mindset because uh, the, our mindset will, will, yeah, it will give us the, the capacity and the, the, the thing to do stuff. I think many people, they are staying in a, in a bubble. I call it the land of same, same, you know, where you do this. <laughs> and it's not Thailand. A lot of people, they are oh, same, same. Oh, it's Thailand. <laughs> the land of same, same is when you do stuff in the same way, like you always have done it, but you expect and you hope for another result. If you want something different, mm -hmm. then you need to leave the land of same, same and do something different. Yeah, that's so, great. So it's all about our mindset. And I think also we need to challenge ourselves. If we, if we stay, if we don't challenge ourselves, you know, we can't improve. Yep, and we right. need to sometimes be, you know, get the guts to, to know, to learn, to know uh, yourself a little better. Yeah. Instead of just watching a lot of right. other people and you see, oh, that guy, that girl, you need to start with yourself. Always start with yourself. Mm. So let me and ask then, you, oh, yeah. sorry about that. I was just going to say, knowing and seeing all the people that you've worked with, because I'm sure you've worked with countless and countless of people with all these lectures. What would you say is the biggest thing that sticks out to you of why most people are hesitant for creating these changes to bring positivity and, and, and drive healthy results into their life? And why are they so scared to jump into the unknown? What would you say is that, that component, that mindset component that you say is always missing in common with most people that you've seen over time? I think people, they think the step is so far. They need to do so many things, so much to, to achieve something instead of starting with the first step. You know, if you're going to go somewhere, you're going to go from A to B, you know, you will always start with one step. And that step could be a small one. It don't, you don't need to take a big one, the big leap directly. Sometimes you just need to do the small things. And also the thing that I talk a lot about, uh, you know, to be grateful. If, if you can put value on small stuff, small things that people just take for granted, you know, th then you can create something bigger. And also the thing, you know, I've been traveling so much and I've been meeting so many people. So I'm so thankful for that. And I think that have helped me to, to put value to the small things. So the things around us, you know, you have food on the table, you have, you know, uh, you have a house, maybe you have a, a job to go to, you know, small stuff. And sometimes it's just, you can go outside and breathe some air. You can have some water. It's, it's not about, you know, being the king or, <laughs> you know, being world champion. It's, it's more about, you need to start with yourself and improve yourself. And if you, if you learn to know yourself a little better, I think everybody can improve. 
Everybody can go from A to B. And you also need to ask yourself, what do you want? Because that is the first question. A lot of people, they just listen and they, maybe social media say, you will be like this, you will do like that. But we need to start and ask ourselves, you know, what do I like? And I do, I do one thing every morning. I'm, you know, on my social media in Sweden, people, they really like it here. So every morning I, I think something positive. So I, you know, I, I grab a thought, something that makes me happy. And I start to think of that. And then I do something good. You know, for me, so, most of the time is I go and work out because I'm an early bird. So I wake up maybe five o'clock in the morning, 364 days a year. Uh, the 365th or 366th, or maybe 515, you know, mm. then I sleep more. But, but it's, you know, the, uh, when I wake up, the, the Sweden is, you know, everybody's sleeping. So I can, <laughs> uh, you're, yeah, you're, speaking, you're speaking to the choir here, man. I mean, yep. in Miami, no one, no one goes to bed until 6 in the morning anyway. So yep. us being up at 5, <laughs> I, I'm not kidding you. Like, I, I live on South Beach. I'll literally be walking by dogs at 5 in the morning, and I'll see people coming back from the club. Like, yeah. You know, and I'm like, fuck, I'm glad I'm not you right now. <laughs> like, Even though you've done it. Oh, a hundred times, a hundred thousand times. I won't come. If I go to the club, I'm not coming home. <laughs> no. Yeah. What was it? You had that seven day. What was it? How many days was it? Uh, I went out with my friends like six days in a row. Six days in a row. You're nuts. I can't. I can't do that anymore, though. I'm, I'm getting old. But, you know, it's super interesting. And I, I don't know if you're like me, but you, you mentioned mindset really being the key and you know, Anthony and I have been in the fitness industry for over 11 years individually yeah. or respectively. And when I started out my career, I thought it was all about the workout. You know, I thought yeah. it was all about, oh, I got to make these guys sweat. I got to make them feel like they just got their ass beat. Uh, you know, they, they have to feel like, you know, when they come back in the next day, they're going to be regretting that they that they even saw my face. And the the older I get and the more I spend time in the field working with people, the more I really realize how important and how influential their thoughts really are on them you know and, and i'm glad that you brought up being grateful thinking of positive things and focusing on the small aspects of of habit-based training right or habits habit-based coaching because it, it really is so important that that you do acknowledge that you know drinking one extra cup of water a day is is a win for you you know having having a salad is a win for you and that it, it and i'm glad that you brought up another point about like it doesn't have to be complicated Right. No. It does. It can be simple. Like I, I and we brought this up on a, on a couple podcasts ago or I did. I have a online nutrition coaching client that I just started with. And, and he looked at the program and he's like, well, it's, you know, I feel like I'm ready for, I know a lot of this information, but I feel like I'm ready for something more intense. I go, well, why does it have to be intense? Like, why does your nutrition, why does being healthy with your nutrition have to be intense? Why can't it be simple? Yeah. Why can't it be yeah. just something simple and the hard part be your consistency? You know, because doing, like you said, waking up at five in the morning, 364 days a year. I mean, I'm assuming that that's not easy for you to do. Yeah, yeah it is. For, for me, it's easy. You know, you know, I'm adopted. In my papers, it, it says, you know, the child is really an early bird. He wakes up at five. <laughs> you, you will be in deep shit. So. <laughs> Mom, I'm a little older, and I, I'm thinking, you know, oh, how man. the hell did they know that? <laughs> you know? <laughs> but so it's crazy. For most people, I mean, myself included, though, you know, I have my days where I'm like, fuck, I don't want to get up. But I have to do it, right? Because I have shit I have to get done. So, you know, why can't the difficult part be the consistency? Or, you know, for people like you, why does it have to be difficult at all? 
Like, why can't it be easy to do simple things for extended period of time? Like you accomplishing your goals, as you mentioned, right, does not have to be difficult. It can be easy. It's just about, you know, moving through the right path. Yeah. And I also think for people to put it in the lifestyle, because life, our lifestyle, we can create it. It's not something that we just, you know, it falls down yep. in our lap. It, we can create it. So we need to also to do, if we want good habits, we need to create them. Mm-hmm. And it's really funny, you know, I, when I was younger, I, I went into, a, I call it my, my biggest storm. You know, it's, it's a period, I think we all uh, went through it. But for me, it was a... Um, three years when I was losing myself and I was just, you know, running around me with my friends and doing bad stuff. But I, before I uh, went 18, I met a quote and this quote is the quote of my life. Uh, it was George Bernard Shaw. He said, life isn't about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. And this is the quote, you know, that changed my life because I was thinking before, you know, the life is, you know, you can't, you can't, you know, what should you do? You, you, you keep going and it will be as it is. But when I met the quote and the word create, I was thinking, you know, okay, maybe I can change. Maybe I can do things different. Maybe I can you know, turn around the bad stuff and create something good. So for me, you know, to, to, to get the knowledge that I can create something good with me, with my life, you know, that is something I think we all can do. Mm-hmm. But we need to start look on ourselves instead of looking you know, the other people. And we need to start where we're at. 100%. Lifestyle, to create something good, we need to start to get the fundament. And the fundament is our health. Yeah. If we're not healthy, you know, if, if you're, I, I'm, I talk about something I call table of balance here in Sweden. When I lecture, this is something where, where I lecture a lot about. And the table of balance is, if you have a, bal- a, a table, you have four legs, you know, if you put the table just in front of you, the table will stand. If you take away one leg, the table will probably still be standing if you're not pushing where the leg is off, right? But if you take away two legs, you know, the table will fall. And I say it's the same with us people, you know. We are the table. So the four uh, legs is four fundamentals. So we have the exercise, we have the nutrition, we have the rest and recovery, the sleep and recovery, and we have the stress. So now, of course, I can put the social thing also here but now i don't do it so and what what i want people to do is to start with the table of balance and they watch the the factors the four legs and they try to find try to locate the the weakest leg at the moment and if you see oh my weakest leg is a nutrition now or my weakest leg is i don't sleep so much or it's maybe i'm so stressed if you locate the the weakest leg then you know where to start because this is our fundament our health is our fundament. So we need to, to, you know, sometimes it's not just, oh, I'm going to start exercise. I'm going to eat good and, and I will get the good results. And, you know, I'm not sleeping and I'm stressed like, a, you know, then we don't get the results. So, so what we need to do is to see the, you know, the holistic part that like we are working with mm. the mindset. Okay. How, how do I do it? You don't need to go up and, uh, you know, go to the gym 5am in the morning you know, if you're not like that, then you should go later, but you should do it. Mm. So when it suits you. So the thing is, if you want something, you need to add the doing. Because we can we can stay here and now I wish or I hope for. I, I, I really would love that. But if you don't do, you know, where's the result? That's yeah. exactly so right. Really, yeah. That we need to do, the, the, keep it simple. 
I really think people they are they are doing things much harder than it actually is. Yeah. You're the second person this week that's brought up that table analogy to us. So oh I, yeah. I, so I think I need to steal it. I've been stealing. I've been stealing. I've been stealing a lot of quotes from people from the podcast. So it's been it's been great for me. I'll tell you yeah. one thing, man. I really love from the table analogy, and it stuck out. It's just you're really identifying what is that root issue first that they're that that yeah. person's dealing yeah. with, and let's tackle that because that's rock. your weakest link. So I think that that right there is a huge game changer. You know, and then something else that I want to mention, you're saying doing the stuff, like actually yeah. doing the work. Like yeah. you hear the word motivation get thrown out all the time. And motivation, yeah. cool. It's cool to a certain extent. But it's great to a certain extent. But motivation without action doesn't do anything. So what do you do? Because obviously in these lectures, people get crazy. They get excited. Rah, 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 rah. Oh, my God, I'm going to do this and this and this. But how do you actually get these people to use that rah, rah energy of motivation and actually start putting the action the moment they leave that lecture or the moment they leave that place with you? Because at the end of the day, that's where the result's going to happen. So what are some of the tools or some of the things in place that you tell them? Now it's time to convert this motivational energy and put it into action. I think, first of all, they, they need to look at themselves. Like, like I said you know, many times, you need to do, you know, if the table of balance can help you to locate the weakest link, then it's a good start. If you start with a fundament, then you will have better capacity and better odds. If you, if you don't look at this and you start and you're so motivated and the body or the mind will not follow, you will be, oh, this is disappointed. Mm -hmm. So I think you, you need a good game plan. And I think, you know, I've been working 18 years now like a personal trainer. I've been working with athletes. I've been working with uh, artists. I've been working with a lot of entrepreneurs. So it's, you know, people that needs the, the extra to when they deliver. So, so for me, it's all about the, I would like to say, to see the details. But you need to put the focus on the details that matters. You know, you can, if, if you focus on 10 things and you, maybe two of them will do the difference, Maybe you don't need to do the other one. Mm. So, because, you know, the, the, uh, we have only 24 hours a day and maybe we sleep for 10 or eight hours of those. So we need to make sure that we use our time right. Yeah. And also when we start, 100%. yeah, if we do a good game plan, a good action plan, and then we put a time limit on, limit on it, it will help us. But also, you need to know what to do. So if you start with yourself and you see where you're at, then it's easier to see what's my next step. Mm -hmm. Because if, 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 you know, yeah, I was training like 20 years ago and I was really a badass in the gym. And then I come back to the gym and my, my mind is still there. And I'm, oh, this was not good. You know, you will be disappointed. You will quit. Yeah. So it's important to, to, you know, to celebrate, you know, every victory you have. And every small step, if you have, I have my main goal here, I need to go with the sub goals. And if I have a sub goal, you know, that's a victory. Mm. And the next sub goal will be a new victory. And that can keep us motivated. But we need to have the game plan. Yeah. So we need to know what should I do now? What is my first step? Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you've ever heard the analogy, but there's, uh, there's a thing here in, in the U.S. where they talk, it's like a kind of a, a generalized story where they talk about this professor who has like a jar and he puts the golf balls in, in the jar, right? And then he fills it up with rocks and then he fills up the remaining space with sand and then he pours coffee into it, right? To kind of show. And the, the golf balls are like the big things that you were talking about, right? Like what are, what are, what are the things that are going to make the biggest difference right now? And then the, yeah. the, the pebbles 
that he adds in after are, are like the things with your, you know, uh, with your job that you could do or, or with your exercise, like maybe the more like what type of thing instead of how or, or why. Uh, and then you have the sand, which is like the granule stuff that really doesn't matter. That it's just kind of like the frosting on the cake. And I think too many people, right, to your point, focus on the granule level, right? What supplement should I be taking, right? Yeah. What workout equipment should I be using? You know, what what time should I be going to the gym? It's like, no, no, no you're missing the whole point. You know, yeah. go move around, you know, set that mm-hmm. time limit. Okay, I'm going to work out for 45 minutes, four days a week. Okay, great. You know, and then go and do it. And then yeah. as you start to master those habits or start to start to really knock down those big rocks, then you can start moving to the pebbles, right? Like, h- how do I really fix my relationship with, you know, my family, with my friends, with my job, you know? And then from there, you can go to like, okay, now I can start taking supplements. Now I can start, you know, really focusing on like dialing in my nutrition timing. I can focus on, you know, what my recovery process really looks like and, and how that's affecting me. But until you actually start taking like the, the smaller actions, which really have a big effect, like actually going to the gym, you know, making sure that you're, you're intentional with what you're putting in your mouth, getting enough sleep, you know, making sure that those relationships are healthy. None of that other stuff matters. Yep. If you can really start with that lowest hanging fruit and work your way up from there, because I think a lot of times people dabble, you know, I used to be, even with myself dabbled way too many things. And I think a lot of people too, when they start getting themselves in the space, they want to create some change you know, they hear this from this person, you know, nowadays you can get access to so much resources, which is great, yep. which is great if you're getting it from the right places, but also then you're over consuming, you're not doing, you know, no, and it's just like paralysis some, by analysis. Exactly. Right? You know, and yeah. I, I like to call it in my stuff when I see infobesity, you're trying to take yeah, too much inf- information in, you know, yeah. and a lot of people are like, no, but I gotta have that. I gotta, I can't do this if I don't have this and this and this and this and this. And then it's like, guys, but you're not even getting started. You're trying to collect all this. You haven't even started. You could have just started with your lowest hanging fruit, which is start going for a walk outside. Start, yeah. you know, taking an extra uh, 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 water bottle in, you know, go do this. Just move your body. Like Josh said, you know, start with that. And then as you start progressing and you can get one thing at a time, start hanging. Now you can start aiming for the higher hanging fruit, aim for these different goals that you have, you know, as you keep climbing that tree or that ladder and starting yeah. to knock off those little points. But I think a lot of people, you know, they see other people doing things or they see brands or, and, and advertisements. It's like, you can't do this without this. And then they feel overconsumed. Well, where do I start with now? Oh my God, I have this, but I don't even know where to start. And it's like you said, like, you know, having that game plan, starting with your lowest hanging fruit. And I think that's going to be a, a, the biggest way to create change for the beginning. And honestly, it's, it's the little things, little by little that add up and then create this beautiful result at the end of the day. Yeah, and if you want to build that big building, you need to get the fundament right. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it will probably fall. And also about the, I think it's it's a lot about the small wins, you know, because it's good. You're motivated. You're starting up. You're, the engines is running, and then oh, it's it's getting hard. You know, week two, week three, week four, some somewhere after a while. If you if you keep the winning all the time. Then, then you will get you will keep mo- the yeah. motivation there. So so it's a lot of things. Our mindset, I think that that is something that we really need to work with. Instead of oh, which exercise should I do now? It's more about right. okay, do it. Yeah, like, do it. I, 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 
It's awesome. We're, we're speaking the same language. It's, it's like you see it all the time in, in every new year. Every new year. Yeah. Oh, New Year's resolution. I'm going to go fucking I'm gonna, ham. I'm going to do it. And then, bro, I laugh because last year in, in the gym in, in where I live in my in my apartment, I remember when I I was I was still training. Um, actually, yes, yeah, like a year and a half ago, I was still training somebody. Uh, my one or two clients left, and I remember I would crack up. We were training at like six in the morning, and this one couple would come, and they started. I remember it was like January second. They were going at it, being consistent, and every time I would train my client, I was training them like three, four times a week. So we would see them always, yeah. and I laughed because two weeks in, three weeks in. The yeah. husband stopped coming often. So he <laughs> yeah. would come every other day now. Next yeah. you know it, he started going only twice a day. And I started with my client. I'm like, do you see that? Look. And then I remember in a month, February kicks in. Now it's only the wife doing it by herself. And the husband wasn't even going anymore. And then eventually I saw the wife started doing the same thing the husband was doing every other day. And eventually I didn't even see them anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy because people have... They'll have the motivation to do it for a short period of time, but then they don't have the drive to keep going. And wow. I think that's a part of also why a lot of people, you know, give up or fail. So what are some of the things that you do and you teach your people that for people that are in that position now, especially moving into the new year, because we're going to get it, you know, who are yeah. excited, want to create change, especially during a time like this, and people really want change. Um, what are some of the things you use to make sure that you still have that fire, that spark to not give up, to keep pushing through the, through the trenches and make sure that you reach your goals? That's why in Sweden, you know, I've been recording these 31 training sessions now. So every day in January, they will do a training session. Amazing. So <laughs> that was more like a joke. But I really think people, you know, you need to start with to find out what do you want? You know, people, we are different. So every person is different. And some, if some people want a result like this, then maybe someone other would like another result. So I really think we need to start looking at what do we want? Not, not what the world wants. What do I want? And if I start with that, it's also easier to do the game plan or the action plan more suitable for, for the client, for the person. Yeah. So it's, you know, you have a lot of, you know, you can go from A to B in a lot of directions. Probably you find the B somewhere, but I really think some people, they, they forget about what do I want? They start to train because it's a first of January. Now, now I'm going to the gym. Now I'm going to start my new life. You know, we heard it before. So, but people, they don't have, they don't have a why, why will I do this? A purpose with what I do. So I really also think people, we're, we're sometimes, we forget about the first thing to ask ourselves, what do I want? Yeah. And then it's easier because when it's getting harder, when it's February coming, March is coming, you know, if you know why, then probably you will be motivated still in March. Yeah. And it, it, it is so important, right. To really define what you want and not, and not have that external influence from, you know, social media, your friends, your family. And I, I always use us as a prime example because, you know, as people, we couldn't be any more different. You know, no. we, he's what, one of my best friends, but, you know, him and I, even, even with what we want with our businesses and, and what we want with our families, like it's, it's completely different. So if I try to judge myself based on what he's doing and his goals, right, I'm going to end up like a failure because, you know, he's, he's trying to like, accelerate this and and i'm more of that like okay well i don't necessarily like i like some nice things but i don't necessarily need all of the things that maybe he wants and vice versa like i'm i'm really big into like you know fashion 
He doesn't give a shit about that. So it's like mm-hmm. if I if I if he tried to base it off of like, oh well, I don't have the clothes that Josh has, then you know he's gonna feel bad. And if I'm like, well, I'm spending too much money on clothes, even though it's something that I really enjoy, you know, it's like mm-hmm. one of my hobbies to 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 kind of get into that. He is gonna or I'm gonna look or he's gonna look at me and go, oh, well, or I'm gonna look at him and be like, well, why am I wasting all this money, even though it's something that I really enjoy, right? Mm-hmm. And it's something that brings brings joy and value to to what I believe in and what I want, you know? So it is super important to really decide like, okay, at the end of the day, when, when I'm on my deathbed and I look back at my life, what are those things that I'm going to really remember? And what are those things that are really going to bring that happiness on the last day that I'm going to be on this earth? Yeah. And, and we, we need, sometimes we need to leave stuff behind and we need to go on and maybe we carry on some good stuff, of course, but it's all about putting value to stuff. You know, mm-hmm. we are different. So, and sometimes you need to put the work in to be able to do stuff like what you like. So, yeah, 100%. so it, there are different angles, I think, of why doing things. Mm-hmm. If, if you, if you, you know, uh, work to get healthy or you work to keep yourself healthy, maybe that's because you have stuff you want to do and you can't do it if you're not healthy enough. So we need to put more value in the things we like, that we appreciate, that we want to do. And like you're saying, you know, life is short. We never know how much time we get, but we need to do the best of it. Mm-hmm. And also, I don't know, you know, if you get a new life after this, I, you know, <laughs> nobody knows, I think. But what we need to know is what we need to do is to use the time here. I always talk about time because, you know, time is the only thing we have in sure. the end. Mm-hmm. And if we don't use it right, if we don't value it right, then probably, you know, we will be like, oh, I should have tried that. I should have done that. Mm-hmm. So what we need to do is to stop up. Yep. Sometimes we need to just stop and think, okay, how can you use my time better? You know, maybe I should turn, change direction, you know, the land of same, same, you know, maybe I should take the step to do that because maybe that is not taking me to the, to the goal, but that will get me the, the fundament so I can go to the goal. It's like a ladder, you know, if you right. if you have steps on a ladder, you, you can have every step, but if you only have the steps and they are too far away, you can't climb. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's so true. And, uh, you know, I kind of want to dive into because I know that you were uh, a coach on Biggest Loser. And, and when you talk about people who really need to make that change in their life, like make substantial change, it's these people that go on the, you know, shows like The Biggest Loser who are, you know, 350, 450 pounds. And I, I want to, it was one of my favorite shows here in America when I was a, when I was a teenager, you know, when it first started. I love seeing those types of transformations, right? Like people really take ownership and, and more the the coach client relationship during those processes, right? It's really cool to see. How was your experience on that show, and, and what were some of the lessons that you learned throughout that whole process? Oh, I learned a lot. You know, the the, the biggest loser show. Okay, it's a TV show, so you know it's also a contest. But right. for me, it was not about the contest. It was was about the people, you know, the human being. If I work with someone, I work with someone. And the thing is, I was in the Swedish show the first season to, till the fourth. So I was in four seasons uh, as the head trainer. And it's, you know, I met a lot of amazing people. But the thing is, most of the people that is uh, so you big, you know, it's traumas. You yeah. need to work with this again. So it's not about, you know, losing weight is easy. You know, every season I said, Okay, fifty percent. I can do it. No problem. You, you know, you can 
bring it in the contract if you like, because that is the easy part. Yeah. <laughs> and you, if, if you check it up, I think I will probably have some of the, the bigger results in the world still. Wow. But the thing is, uh, for me, it's more about how do you change the mindset? How do you change how you see yourself, how you value yourself? But that, because there, there is the biggest thing you need to do. You need to always to change how you value yourself, how you see yourself. And with the Biggest Loser Show, I, I learned a lot. You know, I met people that were, that were saying all the time, you know, I can't do that. This is impossible. You know, I have tattooed on my back. Impossible means nothing to me. And, you know, this is, this is what I really, I, I really impossible. But the thing is, I, I think I learned a lot about people, the mind, because, you know, if, if you say it's impossible, it will probably be so. Yep. But you say, if you change that, and you say, maybe this is possible, you know, the world will change. So the thing, how we see things, how we say things, how we express ourselves, you know, that will probably say how the result will be. Mm-hmm. So in Sweden, you know, everybody knows me here for the results, of course. But, but the thing for me, it's more about this one. Yep. How do I change yeah. how a person uh, values themselves? What what were some of the what were some of the biggest changes that you saw in people? Like what were some of those weight loss totals like? You know, uh, I have uh, one of my last the winner of the last season, Christos. He was uh, he was losing seventy nine kilos and I think fifty one percent. Yeah, yeah. But wow. this is easy stuff for me, you know. And but the thing is, the biggest thing was, you know, he was always doing bad stuff. Uh, to other people, but also to himself, you know, when we changed that, he started to, you know, to be kind to himself, you know, the world changed. So it's, I think it, I've seen so many things from The Biggest Loser. I'm so happy and so grateful for being in the show. Uh, and when I left it, um, I left it for another TV show, the Ninja Warrior show where I was hosting. Another killer thing, show. Yes. Another- yeah, yeah, yeah. That is also, I think, you know, the movement again, yeah. you know, but the thing is, oh, I would have loved to go back there maybe for one season or something because it's an amazing thing. But it's about the people. It's about the people, the journeys, you know, life journeys. If you stay on the same place, you know, maybe you will not see so many things. But with The Biggest Loser Show, the people that really goes into the show and they say they change, it's impossible to maybe I can do this. You know, that is a journey. Okay. So the thing... Every every human being that is telling themselves, I can't do it, this is impossible. You know, no. I think this is the biggest thing for people to change. They need to start to think different. How can I change to take away the, the impossible, you know, to make it possible? And we can make things possible. So, and sometimes, of course, we need some help. That's why we're here but uh you know it's like you, you maybe you hurt your knee you need to go to the doctor of course because google is not the best option maybe <laughs> but um no i'll just tell you have cancer <laughs> yeah so, so what we need to do you know i i really love the biggest loser show because it lear- i learned a lot mm. but now today you know you know i've moved on so for me i think life is too short i need to do a lot of th- love that. fun stuff well, that's why I love speaking with you. You are in my Miami. Yeah. Next time, probably we meet up. Yes, oh, that'd, be a, that'd be great. We'll make that happen for yeah, sure. Hell yeah. Here. yeah, yeah. So, so read- but, but I really think it's um, the human mind is so so complex, but at the same time, 
Again, keep it simple because we can change a lot of things when we change up here. Simplicity is the key. You know, you see, even even when it comes to work, even brands, the most successful brands have some of the most simple designs uh, to them. You know, yeah. and I think that it's so true, you know, because at the end of the day, you people want simple. They don't want complicated. They want simple to understand, simple to apply, simple to do. And there's another thing you mentioned, you know, a lot of people saying it's hard, it's impossible. Things are only impossible hard because you haven't done them enough times. Yeah. You exactly. know, and when you do the practice and you get in the reps, it becomes yeah. easy. You know, yeah. so hard becomes less hard, becomes easy, becomes easier. Okay, this is really easy. You know, yeah. and it just becomes reactive. And now it becomes something you just instantly react to and you know how to react to it because you've done it so many countless of times. And this goes with anything in life that you do. And I yeah. think that it's just like if people also allow themselves to, hey, put themselves in the uncomfortable space of, heck, it may be hard now, but if I do yeah. this X amount of times, it's going to get easier along the way. Well, I know that by doing that and going through this short-term sacrifice, my mindset's going to change. My body's going to change. The way I act is going to change. My relationships are going to change around me because of how I'm changing my friendships. And I think if more people put that mindset in place um, and understood that, you'll see a lot more wins coming along the way. And I think uh, definitely starting, like you said, keeping it simple, putting yourself through these these uh, position, these uncomfortable positions, even though you might say it's hard, go through it. Challenge yourself. You know, yeah. put yourself in. It's the only way to be able to see what's on the other side because most of the time people are scared to enter the unknown, you know, and the unknown is the unknown, regardless if, if you might f not get what you wanted or if you do get what you wanted, but it's the unknown. You don't know. So you're going to live your life in regret not doing something because you didn't want to enter the unknown. No, fuck no. Like, I want to enter the unknown because I want to see what's on the other side and I want to keep pushing through so I can get the result I'm looking for. And if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But you know what? I tried, I attempted it, I gave it my best. And I think that's the key thing uh, about all that. Now, I wanted yeah, to ask you. Yeah, and I always say, never let fear stop your success. Boom. You know, it's important because a lot of people, they, they put fear as the thing, oh, this, this is why. Instead of okay, fear. What is fear? You know, you know. Maybe you don't know that. You're you're scared of something because you don't know it. So if if you maybe learn something or you just go and try it, maybe you like it. Then then we can you know we can win every day in life. That's right. I think every people can win a lot of you know instead of just looking at the main goal. I have a friend of mine. I, I will actually interview him tomorrow in in my new podcast. And he wrote this this song. Uh, he's a famous Swedish rapper, Petter. Uh, and he say, you know, you need to have more fun on the road. And if you say the life is the journey, you know, are you looking on the goal, <laughs> or should you have more fun on the way? It's, it's really okay. nice. And we also need to have more wins on the way. Mm. When we win, we stay motivated. And I think also it's it's get easier for us. I have something I call the ten one. You know, if you have. 10 positive things around you and you have one bad thing that happens, you know, most people, they will look at this bad thing and they will That's say, right. Oh, this is really bad. And yep. uh, I think, you know, many people, they are not locating the good things. And if you locate it, 10 good things, it will get easier when you, when you face this bad thing. But also, you know, if you, maybe if you locate one good thing every day, how many things will you have in one year? And also, you know, if you have something positive, you have positive right. things around you because positive energy will create more positive energy 
And in Sweden, I talk about smiles, you know, because when you smile, you know, smile is, is better than, than COVID, you know. It's better to spread the smiles because then you, you can get the feeling inside when you feel happy, you feel comfortable, you feel just good. And, and I think also we need to, you know, create the wins, not just wait for the wins to come there. We need to have more fun on the road. Well, I will definitely agree with all that. You you definitely hit the, the, the nail on the head. And I really love the, that you brought up the 10 positives versus the one negative. You see that especially all the time. You know, with sports, with all this stuff, that one player can have done all these amazing things, championships, this. He does that one big mess up that destroys a game, destroys a big opportunity. And that's what most people remember him for. Oh, remember that time that he blew out that game? Remember that? Yeah. And then it's just like, wait, but I won all these championships. I scored this many. I did this for this team, but that's what they remember. And it, it's so true. Most people remember that. Now, Martin, I got to, I want to say, because I know we're wrapping up now in an hour. I want to really just give you a, a, a special thanks for really coming on here, dropping that amazing, these amazing golden nuggets on, 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 on us and on everybody. And, you know, personally, both Josh and I uh, really are happy to have had you on here and can, we're looking forward to have you here in Miami. But before yeah. we wrap things up, I know I have, I have a few questions to really uh, uh, hit yeah. you with. I know Josh may want to say something, but I want to give you the floor to just be able to share, you know, where people can find you and, and do you have any big projects coming up? Oh, that would have taken maybe one more hour to. to <laughs> but, but people can find on social media. I'm uh, at Martin Nylon and also have my webpage, of course. But that is in Swedish now, uh, martinnylon.com. But I think the world is a playground. So, you know, people will find me. And, you know, I'm like the ninja. <laughs> Sweden, they call me the, the smart ninja. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So, so uh, you know, maybe I will find them. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, that's great. Well, you know, I just want to take the opportunity again, like Anthony, to, to say thank you for coming on. Uh, you know, we really hit it off with you. I think, you know, birds of a, f of, of a feather fly together, right? So the, the more top quality coaches we can get talking about these super important yet potentially simple actions that people can take in their lives to succeed, um, you know, we need to be having these types of conversations because yeah. so many people can value or can take value from just simplifying things and removing a lot of that unnecessary stress that has been so, you know, overtly pushed on people when it comes to their health, right? It doesn't have to be hard. And uh, I'm so glad that, you know, there are coaches like you around the world, right? In, in particular, Sweden, for in your case, right? That are, that are, you know, sharing that message with people because it is really so important. And I think the more we talk about it, the more people are going to really be able to understand it. So thank you, Martin, for coming on and, and sharing your story with everyone. Thank you for having me. It's really fun speaking with you guys. And I also think we could, if we were talking, you know, about advanced training and like that, you know, it's not interesting because one step at a time and people need to understand we need to start where we're at at the moment right. not not uh, looking like 10 years uh, ahead and then we oh you know i'm gonna be like a beast or something you know <laughs> people need to work on the fundament and mm -hmm. i also think if you want to be you know successful you know in any way you need to start with the first step and yep. that is you know uh, I think I've been working with a lot of stuff, you know, before I was a stuntman for five years. I worked in the security business for 11 years. Now I've been a, a personal trainer for 18 years. And now, you know, I'm a health entrepreneur in some way. So I think the, people, they need to believe more in themselves to, to stop, you know, getting stopped by the fear or something, what other people think. We need to just, you know, go out there, you know, it's yeah. your life. Yeah. Give it a try. 
or maybe two. <laughs> yeah. so, so Martin, with, with all the amazing value and golden nuggets you, you've given us right now, what's the biggest piece of advice you can leave off to all our listeners today in one sentence? In one sentence, wow, that, that that's a hard one. I, I should say, you know, I I really think that the table of balance is something that is really good. But in one sentence, now it's going to be a very long sentence, so I'm going to talk a little faster. I would say this quote, the George Bernard Shaw quote, is is really good. Life is about finding yourself. Don't look for yourself. Life is about creating yourself. You need to go out there and create something good. Because, you know, no one else would do it for you. You know, you need to do it. But you can, you can get help on the way, but, you know, it's up to you. And we don't need to expect things, you know, to be, you know, miracles and like that. No, start appreciate the small things. And I think you will get a good life. Love that. You guys heard it from Martin himself. Go create. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for coming Appreciate on. It. Until next time, everybody. Thank you for listening to Sweat It Out with Anthony Mendez and Josh Evans. Enjoyed this episode? Make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review.